you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky. We're a little loopy this morning. What a game. What a week two Sunday edition. And then we've got the Packers tonight. Love a little NFC North showdown against the Lions in Green Bay. This is GMF Beast on September 20th. My name's Kay Adams. Chris Carter with us for highlights this morning. Hey, Good morning. What's up, Chris? What's up, number 80? How you doing? How you doing? Ready to roll. Yeah, good to see you. Peter Schrager, Kyle Brandt, guys, 11 of the 15 games this weekend were one-score games in the fourth quarter. Mm. Last night, I didn't think it was going to go this way. How'd it go? Instant classic is how it went. The primetime <laughs> We're saying that a lot this year. so good. They're yeah. all good. Yeah. Every primetime game is amazing. Washington versus the Giants was amazing. <laughs> so you know what Chiefs-Ravens is? Mahomes and Lamar. Two MVPs meet midfield in a 36-35 Classic won by the Baltimore Ravens. Let's go to Lamar, the winning quarterback, who says, all right, enough of this kryptonite stuff. Take it away, Lamar. What does it feel to finally beat the team that you used to call your kryptonite? Yeah, I called him that one time, Mr. Jameson. One time. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, it feel good. You know, um, it feel good to get that monk out far back. Um, it just feel good, you know. Um, Got to move on to Detroit now. You know, we ain't win the Super Bowl yet. We, it's just one game. We just got to keep staying focused. I love the resilience this team show. There's always been a, hey, if they want to beat the Chiefs, they have to get out the gates hot. They can't make mistakes. They made about as many mistakes as they could. They did not give up. They did not fold. There was no mental block against, against Kansas City. And then Lamar was brilliant down the stretch. What did you learn from that epic Ravens win over the Chiefs? Last what night? a resilient team they are. I mean, they were down 11 at home without Ronnie Stanley. They lost mm-hmm. Williams. They lost Elliott. They were down all these different players. We know what they've been through yeah. this August. Down 11, and then the defense. Tavon Young gets the big interception, we know. But shout-out to Odafe 
Oh, at a Penn State, a rookie. The biggest play of the night came from the defense, which was getting carved up all evening. Wink's team gets it. He strips Claude Edwards-Alaire, totally changes his game. Oh, with an incredible play that he makes to strip this ball and then recover it himself underneath a pile of cleats and teams and different players. Just an incredible play by the defense. And I'll say this, we, we're going to make a, a lot of comments about what this means for, the, for Lamar and all this thing. I think this defense, which has been bleeding since that Raiders game, to make a stop and to make a play and to have a way to change this game and stop Patrick Mahomes from carving out. This one meant so much to the Ravens. What I learned is that this team is resilient. They're not going anywhere. Guess what? They're 1-1. One one. Mm. They're tied atop the AFC North. Everything's yeah. just fine. And Baltimore, they live to fight another day. Shout out to the defense to making big plays in the fourth quarter when truly it felt like they could not find an answer for Patrick Mahomes, not only this week, but the first four times they played him. Mm-hmm. Right. We've seen Lamar a lot. We've seen Baltimore a lot. We've seen him in primetime a lot. But what I've learned from last night's game was Lamar is in the basket of small, young quarterbacks. There's only a few of them in there. That they can make mistakes early in the game and recover. Because mm. we know, man, those young guys, when they start throwing it to the opposite color jersey, it's compounded. This organization... They let you know how much they believe in them. Because, Peter, we've seen this. Mm-hmm. Young guys get off to a start. Coach, oh, yeah, we believe in them. But the game plan changes. No, they actually got more aggressive after the mistake. They doubled so, down on them. Mm-hmm. I learned there are some young quarterbacks that can recover, and Lamar's one of them dudes. That's great, because that's the perfect mix of the X's and O's and the symbolism. I'll go heavy on the symbolism of this game. The symbolism is, and the Russian is cut, mm-hmm. and it's a bad cut. Patrick Mahomes just lost the September game. Patrick mm. Mahomes threw an interception. Patrick Mahomes can be beaten by somebody other than that old man down in Tampa. It happened. We've not seen this. Patrick Mahomes made a big mistake in that game. He threw a bad interception. The Chiefs put the ball on the ground. Mm-hmm. And, Chris, I could not agree more. It wasn't just uh, back and forth, back and forth. The, L- Lamar blew it early. You can't throw two interceptions and a pick six against Mahomes. Every metric we have, every piece of film says, you are done. They will lose that game. I'm shocked. I'm actually shocked that that happened because in the first half hour, you're like, route, another one, hey, 4-0, it's Late over. in the third quarter, they're down 11 at home, and they still find a way to win. Two double-digit deficits Baltimore was in. This is one of the most important wins in years. For the first time since Patrick Mahomes took over as a starter in 2018, the Chiefs are not leading the AFC West. It's the first time that's ever happened in four years. It's huge. The Russians cut. Watching this last night, I, could not, I, I kept going back to that sombering tone out of one Peter Schrager when this Marcus Peters, Peters things have yeah. happened and Gus Edwards, and you were so high on Gus, and... Honestly, like you were, you were playing the violins a little bit at the table. Like they went through something that's like a, such such a gut punch, so deflating. So it, it was almost like it's a wrap. Let's just get rid of him for the season. For them to pull out the winners, even through that, is crazy. Yeah, what they've been through the last three weeks is a psychological thing. But the team, I think it calvinized them, and yeah. that's a credit to Harbaugh that they looked at each other and said, "Guess what? We're mm-hmm. still in this game. Mm-hmm. We're still in the season." And I'll say to not have Ronnie Stanley and then have Villanueva mm-hmm. move over to the other yeah. tackle spot after one week. They're like, "We're gonna a disastrous just week too. We're gonna rip up." The game plan. We're going to put you back where you're comfortable. We're going to get you in there, and then to run behind him for the big play. It's so symbolic that these Ravens coaches do not give up on this team, and the players they will play for them. Mm-hmm. And they did this weekend, Ken. And it's not only the coaches. What they have in Baltimore, few organizations have. It's called institutional talent. What is that? It comes from the top. Hmm. Bashadi, whatever they need, front office wise, whatever they need, facility wise, whatever they. Need. And whatever the coach says is going to be the theme of the team because it's supported. That's institutional talent. And they, this is a huge win. 
I, I like what you said. They won a lot of big games with Lamar, being the MVP. But this is the biggest win in Baltimore since my guy Ray mm. left Baltimore. It's huge. This, this is not a, we beat the, the Texans or we beat the Seahawks. This is we beat the face of the league, and we did it on our field, and we did it in prime time. I can't say no. I think it's – I know he won a playoff game. In a way, I think this is almost bigger for Lamar because he beat Mahomes. It's maybe the biggest win of his career. It's so true, uh, a win for Lamar and his career. Another L for the crowd that likes to say he can't win if he uh, gets behind. He has now led two double-digit comebacks over his last four games played. He didn't have any through his first 39 career starts. More Good Morning Football, of course, on the way. We've got Ian Rappaport joining us right now to give us an update uh, on some quarterbacks because there was some rough stuff going on around the league for some starting guys. Give us the latest. Let's go to uh, Andy Dalton, Carson Wentz, Tyrod Taylor. Where do you want to start? We'll start with Dolphins quarterback Tua Tagovailoa, who, of course, we saw leave the game early yesterday, tried to walk off on his own, ended up being carted off, was quickly diagnosed with bruised ribs, which usually you'd say, okay, no problem, we'll probably be back next game. But he is going to have an MRI and potentially some more tests this morning just to make sure that there is not uh, associated cartilage damage. That's really something that would end up keeping Tua out for maybe the next couple of games. He was in extreme pain yesterday. They're going to know more probably early this morning. Meanwhile, for Andy Dalton and the Chicago Bears, uh, this was a knee injury that knocked him out and put the highly touted rookie Justin Fields on the field. Like so many people wanted, Andy Dalton actually went back in, then went out. The Bears coach Matt Nagy talked after the game, said it is not an ACL. And from what I understand, tests after the game, just the manual test, showed his knee to be pretty strong. One possibility, the early diagnosis, a bone bruise for Andy Dalton. We'll have to see if that is the case today after some tests and how severe that is. May see a little more of Justin Fields going forward this week. Meanwhile, for Carson Wentz, another week, another injury to discuss, another lower body injury for Carson Wentz. He got his ankle rolled up after a tackle by Aaron Donald. He tried to play. You could see the frustration on the sidelines with Carson Wentz. Just was not able to go out there. Did stand there and watch, but it was Jacob Eason coming in, throwing an interception. Obviously, Wentz will have some more tests today. And finally, Tyrod Taylor. Uh, who looked a little gimpy on that touchdown run yesterday. We'll see how severe that is today. But from what I understand, he is not expected to play on Thursday. And to be ruled out so quickly for them to know that he's not going to be there on Thursday, not a great sign for Tyrod Taylor. Davis Mills, the backup in Houston. Cowboys, Chargers, we could do 10 minutes of highlights. Let's get right to the end of the game. This one was dramatic. 57-yarder, they win, and Jerry's like, all right, that was weird, but we won. So many yards, so few points. Like, one of the weirdest games of the afternoon, and yet Cowboys fans can exhale. Ezekiel Elliott had 71 yards, but Tony Pollard had 109. Let's hear from the other Cowboys running back, our very own Taylor Bashotti, caught up with Tony Pollard after the win at SoFi. You guys were very close against the Bucks last week. Describe what it was like to be in the fourth quarter and actually get the win with a kick this week. Um, it's big, you know, um, just like last week. You know, we had a, a similar situation with last game and we weren't able to come out with the W, but, you know, this week we were able to pull it out. And, uh, you know, it's just big for the offense, you know, getting that confidence, you know, especially with that, that two-minute drive and just going down, putting points on the board and, and getting that game winner. Let's go Raiders 2-0, 26-17. Let's hear from Gruden. Yeah. What do you got to say, Coach? Chucky. I'll just let his performance speak for itself. I've been, I've been clamoring about Derek Carr since I've been here. So hopefully he gets some recognition for 
doing what he did today. You know, he had some long drives. He was uh, big again at the end of the game against two great defenses two weeks in a row, and it's a big reason why we've been able to win. To see this Raiders passing game put up those kinds of plays and numbers against that Steelers defense was one of the craziest things I saw yesterday. And against the Ravens, uh, of course, week one, huge, huge win. So as far as contenders in the AFC are the undefeated 2-0 Las Vegas mm -hmm. Raiders for real, Peter. Hard to say no. They put up huge mm -hmm. numbers on offense, and they've just beaten two really good opponents. And this one, after traveling across the country on a Monday night, but... It's all about Derek Carr for me. Check out Derek Carr's vulnerability and self-awareness here. First thing I asked is, did he catch it? And then no one answered me. I was like, did he freaking catch it? You know? They're like, yeah, he caught it. I was like, all right, well then get me up. You know, Carrier came over and a lot of my teammates, it was an amazing moment. Um, you know, I try, I try to be someone who gives so much, you know. And in that moment, they all came over and they all started like praying for me. And it was just this beautiful moment of my teammates like looking out for me, you know. And that right there is family to me. I didn't, I didn't really, I love the touchdown, don't get me wrong. But that moment right there, I was like, man, I just want to win this game for this team, man. That, that's, that is a beautiful, beautiful thing that happened. <laughs> Kyle, you got No, it. no, you please, please give us your comments. On a, on a Monday morning after the win, I'm going to just say Derek Carr did it again, put yeah. a few yards. And if we're taking everyone, there might be something in that locker room. There might be something that those guys love their quarterback, and he loves them back. And we've been through a lot of this with Derek Carr, and yep. he knows it. And yet right now, this is two big wins. I'm going to enjoy this moment and not immediately roll my eyes and say, the Raiders are going to... They have done the job. Let's give them credit. You don't want to decide there. right now whether or not they're real. You're just enjoying it as it comes. An unbelievable I'm, I'm victory like that, yesterday. Yeah. that might have been the win of the day yesterday. And that guy right there is beloved by his teammates. And Peter, that's important. It's important. Guys think, oh, I'm going to do my job anyway. But do I like him? Because a lot of guys in the NFL locker room, you don't like. You don't tell anybody about it, but you don't like him. And it becomes important that the guy that's touching the ball every snap offensively, that you do love him. For me, the Raiders, there's always a style to the, the old nostalgic Raiders for me. And there's nothing prettier mm. in pro football than the deep pass. Mm. And the Raiders, they can only be Talk about it. A, a, a piece of the Raiders until they bring that back. And when they selected Henry Ruggs II, that's what I thought, and that's what they were able to utilize. Not when you think they would. Mm -hmm. Most young teams in this situation, I'm going to throw a conservative pass. Mm -hmm. I'm going to check it down. I'm going to punt. I know I got the lead. Be conservative. No. John Gruden, he loves his quarterback. Why? Because the play he called. Third and ten, he gets the first-round draft pick. Now, I'm going to tell you, those picks that they got with the Raiders, I ain't in love with them. The last couple years, I ain't in love with the talent that they pick. Okay. But utilizing this talent, getting rubs involved in the deep passing game, that's the only way they win the AFC West if that guy plays like a first-round pick. The Ruggs touchdown looked a lot like the one they had against KC last year. Mm -hmm. Same thing that they did, same part of the field, same everything. I have the, the little angel on my shoulder and the little devil on my shoulder. Sure, like, They're talk both to me. talking to me. What are they saying? Let's, let's start with the angel. You know one of the biggest trophies the Raiders got in this game? Chris, you'll love this. They got a little sensitive Roethlisberger after the game. Mm. Ben was not in a mood afterwards. Mm. Uh, he got hit 10 times. He got sacked a couple times. Uh, he was asked, why did you guys run so many three and four wide receiver sets? He said, ask the coordinator. He said, he's got to play. But listen, Ben, we know, is an emotional guy. He did not have a great day. He got hit a lot. He was kind of pissed off and ornery. And that's because the Raiders brought it to him. We can run the rugs play all day, and we will. They hit him. They hit him a lot. Here's the devil. I'm sitting here on a Monday morning and listening to Jersey Schrager talk about the, 
Yeah. Vulnerability and self-awareness yeah. of Derek Carr. Yep. All right? That's great. It's beautiful. We've seen a lot of Derek Carr September. over the years. He seems like a great guy. This was a great win. Take nothing away. We know they have one-punch power. They beat the Chiefs. Do you remember what happened after that? Would it not be a very John Gruden 10-year Raiders deal for them next week to go to Miami, who just lost 35 to nothing, and lose? And we're going, where's the vulnerability now? What I mean is this. I'm excited, too. Great win. Two great wins. The John Gruden Raiders have not earned the right for us to believe in them. They have no equity. Mm -hmm. They have nothing that says, we got this, we're doing it. We know they've had big wins before. I cannot say, maybe they can win the West. I'm so impressed by their self-awareness, because I'm not sure they do. The last time they had a win like this, they did a victory lap around Arrowhead in a bus mm -hmm. and haven't been heard from in months. Don't blow it next week against Miami. I'm sorry. Maybe that makes me a jerk. I've been through this for a few years with the John Gruden Raiders. you got to earn a little me, bit. Me too. So at what point do we feel like... They will have proven it. The consistency, the lack of the yeah. up here and crap to use their quarterback's words. Like, like what do they need? Like, December? No. Because like, like, it might take December for someone like me where it's like, I, let's revisit this. This is cute right now. I know what you mean. Well, is, I wish they had a marquee Monday night game coming up. They, they already had it. They won the game. Yeah. They had it. Their next their schedule is very and flat. And they beat the like team that we're crowning this morning. I know. It, it, it's awesome. Does yeah. this, is it going to be stay off? Awesome? Are you worried about Pittsburgh? No. Pittsburgh okay. still Sears Roebuck. Uncle Sam. They'll get there. Um, we're not worried about Tampa either. Chris, I know we have a lot to say. We have a three-hour show. We'd love to get back to you. Uh, <laughs> no, we have to. We are beholden to Falcons Bucks. Tom Brady's never lost to the Falcons in his career. Started playing him on 05. He's handing off to Patrick Pass. And now he's throwing it to, oh, an old throwback. Rob Gronkowski, touchdown, 20-yard touchdown. Rob Gronkowski's going to touchdown every five minutes here. It's amazing. Is this really happening? 48 to who cares? The Buccaneers destroy the Falcons. Falcons are 0-2. The Buccaneers are the best team in the league. Uh, Miami-Buffalo. What a game we hyped and then just did not deliver, unless you're a Bills fan and you're enjoying this one. Tua early gets knocked out of the game. In comes Jacoby Brissett. But I don't know if Joe Montana was winning this game, the way the oh, Bills came out. This is the worst game out. of the day. Worst game of the day. 35 nothing blowout absolutely non-competitive yet again. Whatever reason, Josh Allen just completely owns Brian Flores. 6-0 uh, against the Dolphins. 6-0 against Dolphins and 5-0 and uh, against Flores. So there you go. 35 and no to nothing. Blowout Bills over the Dolphins. Ian stopped by earlier this morning. Give us some updates on quarterback Dalton being one of them. He is going to get some testing done today, but he went down in the Bears' second game of the season, what does it mean for Justin Fields moving forward? Cannot wait to hear what you thought of Fields, Kyle. Excited. I bet you loved him. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, 
Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. All right, so the Denver Broncos, really good week one. Get a win. Now you go down to Duval County. How's Teddy come out? How's he do this thing? He comes out great. The Broncos win by double digits. They are currently looking down on the Chiefs in the AFC West standings at two. And oh, wow. How about the Rams and Colts game? This one, we know Wentz goes down with the injury. Here comes Jacob Eason. We see Wentz on the sideline. Down three. Two minutes left. Jacob Eason, can you be the hero? Jalen Ramsey picks it off. Rams would find a way to put it away. Rams go on the road. Sean McVay now 39 and 0. A fun game. When leaving, when leading at halftime, 39 and 0. They did it again. That is really great. Somebody got to break that stack. It's three. Come on. All right, Bengals, Bears. You know Andy Dalton with the Bengals for a long time. In a weird, sloppy game with an Andy Dalton injury and a bizarre Joe Burrow play. Eli Apple feels strange. Eli Apple. This was a very strange game, but the Bears won. They get to one and one, and the Bengals fall to one and one. But Adams, everyone's talking about these Bears quarters. Yeah, Dalton played for less than a quarter. He led the Bears' only touchdown drive of the day. And in that short period of time, did complete more passes than Fields. The guys are going to chew on that at the breakfast table momentarily. We bring in Ian Rappaport, though, first to give us the latest on the Bears quarterback. Well, we'll start with the Andy Dalton situation. There's a lot, obviously, as you guys are going to discuss, a lot more going on here. So Andy Dalton has a knee injury. It's not an ACL, according to head coach Matt Nagy. Going to have more tests this morning, but from what I understand, when they did the manual test on the knee, it was pretty strong and sound. Bone bruise is one possibility that has been brought up to me, which if it is, uh, if that is, in fact, what it is, then obviously next week's game would be a little difficult for Andy Dalton. So that's one thing. The other thing is Fields apparently has been tearing it up in practice. I'm told there's been a lot of wow moments. They have seen all of the growth that they've wanted to see. And, in fact, they plan to come in and use some Justin Fields packages to kind of help him grow and maybe just get him acclimated a little bit. What we saw yesterday, guys, way more than acclimation because he had to play. We will see probably early today what the status of Andy Dalton is and whether or not the Justin Fields they've been dying to see is actually going to be a full-time quarterback because of injury and week three of course Chicago heads to Cleveland to take on the Browns and that pass rush thank you so much Ian Rappaport talk to you in a bit Chris what do you want to see happen with Chicago's quarterback situation going forward as we got an extended look at the rookie well it, I'm not going to get what I want I wanted Andy Dalton to be in there to at least Halloween and we've Halloween. had this discussion yes mm-hmm. a couple um, of months and it's based on this not based on what happened in training camp not based on what happened week number one but I've been watching Fields play. I watched every throw. I watched every down he played at Ohio State. I thought he was going to stay in school. I thought it could have helped him. He's got two top-round draft picks at Ohio State this year. Man, he could have had an awesome senior year. But he decides to come out. The Bears have him. And we got Bears fans that want him in there. The thing about this is I like brownies. Kay likes brownies. But we don't like them gooey. Now, if people get fooled by the gooey brownies. The first couple bites are good. And then the next thing you know, 10, 15 minutes later, you, you got bubble guts. Your stomach hurts. All right? So, yes, he'll have a few plays. But yesterday your stomach started hurting when he got fooled by the linebacker. Right. When you have to handle 70 snaps, it's a different beast than 5 to 10 plays. So he is going to struggle. But if they get a team identity that the Chicago Bears like, 
run the ball, defense, turn them over, then I'm all for it. Mm. But they can't be a high-flying him throwing the ball 35 times a game. No, sir. You don't even like the centerpieces. You like that corner piece that's all charred and everything and perfectly cooked, no goo whatsoever. Look, I'm a brownie expert. You can have a little goo, (laughs) all right, but you got to have some substance, some heart, and that's what the combination between Dalton and Fields would have been able to do for the first six to eight weeks of the season. I'm the guy licking the spoon. (laughs) You don't even need to put it in the oven. Um, Here's what I want right now. First of all, on a Monday morning, we're as guilty as any other show. There is a misinformation about the Justin Fields experience yesterday. If you did not watch the game, you wake up and say, 6-13 interception. He was horrible. You have to watch the game. I still want him on the field as soon as possible against any team you can put in front of him because I think he's a good enough athlete and I think he does have the psyche to stay calm in which he did after he threw the interception, after he took a hit. And um, we don't know. It's really dicey. We're hearing bone bruise is an injury that I don't know where that goes in terms of them going to Cleveland. But please, if you have an opinion on Justin Fields, positive neg, watch the games because the stats don't tell the story. They don't. There were false starts where he's flinching up sure. there. Like there were multiple things where you're like, oh, he's got the jitters. It's not. It's not going to be all smooth. This isn't Mahomes out of the gate. So right. Let's go. But he did have that pass to Robinson, which would have been caught. And you mentioned the commit one. I think there was good and there was bad. As I said last week, if the defense is is terrible, it won't matter either way. Mm-hmm. And they're all the defense was really good yeah, yesterday. Awesome. The defense showed up, and that is so so promising. If you are a Bears fan, because we can figure it out along the way. As long as the defense can do their part and look like they did yesterday as opposed to week one where they were bumping into each other and they were confused. I thought the defense was excellent. Burrow is no stranger to making big plays, and he did have an okay game. But the Bears' defense, as long as it's going to make game-changing plays Mm -hmm. and turn the ball over, you can put fields out there because Mm -hmm. it gives him an ability to make a mistake and not have the game come crashing down on him because of it. I'm fine with going to fields as long as the defense is up to its Mm. ability like it was yesterday. Was it it that or was Joe Burrow just like in this? That was so weird. We'll find out, I guess, week three. This wasn't Herbert, though, coming in and lighting up the Chiefs, right? Or Baker, elect his team on Thursday night football yeah. against the Jets. This was not that. There was good. There was bad. You showed me a couple plays. What about the rest of the game, right? Dalton in there was the only touchdown drive. He has some developing to do. Kyle, you can't eat the brownies while they're in the oven. You know what I mean? Like, you've got it. You can't do both. So, how do you, you – you would put Justin Fields in there. Like, obviously, like, if your kid calls you and says – Come pick me up. You have to take the brownies out of the mm. oven and leave. So if an injury forces their hand, <laughs> and you're eating your gooey, in the oven. you're eating gooey brownies, whatever. But like, how do you feel about it right now? Like in one sentence, that you should you want Justin Fields in as the starter of the rest of the Yeah, life. I wanted him starting as the Rams week one. I just think, I think he's that good of an athlete, and I think his psychological part of it is the guy's facial expression never changes, never. And I think he is not afraid of anything. I don't care who they're playing. I don't care if they're playing the Browns or the 85 Bears. I still want him in. It's never been about Dalton. Dalton's yeah. always going to be fine. Of course he can lead a touchdown drive. Dalton's pretty good. I just think this is the athlete. This is the future. I think he's the best chance to win. All right, let's get on to a real quarterback. We're not worrying. <laughs> let's go oh Kyler Murray. Holla, holla. Coming off four touchdown passes last week against the Titans. Greg Joseph lines up 37 yards. Winner, loser. I hate it. Kyler Murray, my man Patrick Pete embrace after the game. Kicker stinked. <laughs> Even in the NFL. Oh, but from a fantasy perspective, You're not I was by anything. all about this. Four touchdowns for Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray crushing it from a fantasy perspective. Rondale Moore will have more of him on later in the show. He had a 100-yard performance. He was awesome. He was wide open. Uh, and Kirk Cousins, guys, 35 rushing yards, three touchdowns. Let's go to Tennessee, Seattle, where we had four quarters and then more football. So Russell Wilson and the Seahawks are just destroying Tennessee, and the sky is falling on the Titans, and Derrick Henry can't do anything, but hold on, hold on. 
Tennessee comes out and ices it in a wild win to get to one and one and shock the Seahawks in their home opener. Russell Wilson not in the highlight, but my goodness, 33 to 30. What a game. Went to overtime, a lot of fantasy points scored. Tennessee faced a 30-16 to deficit in the fourth quarter. Derek Henry put the team on his back as the Titans stormed back for the 33-30 overtime win you just saw highlights of. Uh, how impressed were we by the Titans battling back for the win? Tough environment. Poor Ryan Tannehill. I felt bad for him the entire game. I really did. You should feel great for Ryan Tannehill. That was an incredible win. What resiliency that team showed. They were so flat last week, and I came on the show, and I was like, I don't know what we just got from the Titans after an offseason of buildup with Julio Jones. and mm-hmm. then Completely flat. And then to be down and then to find a way to win this game, it tells you so much about the people in that building. And they just, fourth quarter, they're like, all right, Derrick Henry, let's just go. And Derrick Henry's like, let's go. He went. They had touchdowns taken away. Mm-hmm. The Julio touchdown was a touchdown Terrible. taken away. They had bad penalties called against them. And yet Tannehill is dialed in, finds a way, gets it going, starts making it happen, and then Derrick Henry puts him away. What I loved was Vrabel goes for the extra point, doesn't go to win it at the end of regulation, and everyone on Twitter is freaking out. No, I trust my defense. They have stopped this Seattle team a few times, and we can win it in overtime. They do. Uh, what does that tell you about that building? Because I thought, oh, these guys are a bunch of frauds. These guys are a bunch of frauds. We've heard so much about it. They're, just, mm. they're fake tough guys. They're real tough guys. Going into Seattle, that's an unbelievable win for the Titans. Great job. This is why we say things like week one is a liar. They looked like the worst team in the league last year, and in the second half, they looked like Super Bowl champs. This is the Derrick Henry experience, too. We got him. We got him. We got him. Oh, no, he's gone. We've talked a lot about this. 2,000-yard rushers. Every year the next year, there's a 900-yard drop-off, an 1,000-yard drop-off. Derrick Henry, fresh as hell. It doesn't matter if it's the first carry or the 35th carry. This was one of the most important wins of the whole of the whole week. I really mean it because they were getting embarrassed. Not only 24-9, to 30-16. A.J. Brown had a couple of huge drops in this game that were not like him at all. And Seattle's crushing you. And it's the 12th man. It's Pete Carroll hooting and hollering. And we're doing the Seattle thing. And then they just got silenced. That place you could hear a pin drop at the end of the game. Tennessee, you go to 0-2. Like you say, the sky is falling. You're terrible. Oh, you're a big disappointment. Week one is a liar. It told us Tennessee was not good. Week two told us 33-30 to in overtime. In your face, how's that taste? What about the press conference last Monday? Vrabel chewing out one of the yeah. all-time great people that we've had play this game, Julio Jones, mm-hmm. saying that guy made a play, bleep, 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 and people say, I wonder how Julio's going to respond. Mm-hmm. Exactly like we, thought, like, like we thought. He was. In five previous meetings against the Seahawks, I think he averaged close to 130 yards, he goes out, and everyone's on Derrick Henry. Yeah, yeah. Julio kept them in the game. He did. They lose Taylor Lewan, who gives up multiple sacks week number one. He gets injured in the warm-up. Mm-hmm. But the first three quarters, it's Julio Jones. And this is a different hmm. team with Julio Jones. A.J. Brown's a good player. But, man, he's a better sidekick mm. than a featured star right now. Julio Jones is that guy, and it was great to see him dominate for the first three quarters. Tannehill and Derrick Henry combined for 556 yards of offense, both super clutch down the stretch. Uh, I hope they just, just feel like they're just going to run away with it now for the division. I don't I know. Think so. I, I, I mean, listen, so. Jacksonville, uh, Houston uh, lost Tyrod yesterday. Run away Indianapolis 0-2. I would, I would not want them to get up ahead of steam because uh, it is early, but they're good. Wasn't always pretty, but the Cowboys got the big win in L.A. up against oh, the Chargers. Burleson joins us to break down that and more. It's all coming up straight ahead. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. 
That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish spring body wash and bar soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Time for today's wake up call presented by Verizon. It would not be a Monday here at Good Morning Football with our little Nate Burleson. So please, let's welcome back our favorite triple threat, the CBS Mornings co host, contributor to the NFL Today and uh, NFL Network, the one and only, I don't know how many suits you have with all of these jobs. You got the hoodies on the Nickelodeon Slime Show. Nathan Eugene Burleson, welcome. What's up, Kay Adams? How you doing? I'm so, well, I'm a little, I mean, the Saints, you know I love the Carolina Panthers defense, but the Saints lost, so I'm a little uh, down in the dumps about that one. But that's why, no, 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 that's why you are here, to just lift up everyone's spirits on a Monday. I want to start with the NFC West. You mentioned over the summer yeah. they are the best division in football. I agreed. I think everyone agrees. After two weeks of action, though, the Seahawks have a loss. Only them have a loss after falling to the Titans in overtime yesterday. What a game that was. Give me your impressions of the NFC West, and is there one team that sticks out to you? Well, shout out to my former quarterback, Matt Stafford, and the Rams. We'll get to him in a second. But let's talk about the Cardinals, though. Kyler Murray, fantastic. It seems like he's starting off last year like he, he wants to, you know, kick things off this year. I mean, what happened this game, like, he was delivering the ball to more than just DeAndre Hopkins, which is what we're used to. Shout out to Rondell Moore. I mean, we know that he's quick, fast, explosive, but he did his thing over 100 yards, seven catches, and I saw A.J. Green finally take shape. They're starting to feed him a lot more, and even though DeAndre Hopkins and A.J. Green didn't have big numbers, the simple fact that he had Three touchdown passes, Rondell, A.J., and, of course, D-Hop, and he added in one rushing. Like, that right there is showing you that these guys are just scratching the surface. And on defense, I mean, they can they can get after any team that they want anchored by Chandler Jones. So, I love the fact that the Arizona Cardinals are starting fast. I said this last week, and I'll say it again until we get to about the middle of the season. This is exactly what we saw last year. So, they're going to have to find consistency in the middle of the year so that can carry them into November and December. Nate, the Jameis Winston MVP campaign was fun for five minutes, but the uh, the Saints were up against a lot yesterday, so we'll give them a pass and revisit that next week, and I know you have your eye on that. You also have your eye on what we do every single Monday here that you've done so many times at this very table. We give out a game ball. Hand out a game ball, whoever we want, whoever deserves it. Nate, of all these beautiful players in this league, who would you hand your game ball to? I said that I'll get to my Rams in a second, so here we are. Shout out to Stafford, but the guy catching it. Cooper Cup, oh, man, he was fantastic. The cup runneth over. 
My dude was balling. They, they targeted him 11 times. He caught nine of them and put up huge numbers. It just seems like he's finally starting to catch his rhythm after having that ACL. And I know what it's like. You know, they say the first year back is really you getting your footing. That second year back, you gain your strength. And then going into your third year, you really show people who you are. He looks stronger and faster than ever. And it's not just in the passing game. He is complete wide receiver. He's going to block in the run game. But what I love about him, it's not just the system. It's actually the route running. Like, he gets open because he can get in and out of breaks. He's as fast as any DB that he faces. And he has strong hands at the point of attack. So, shout out to Cooper Cup. He gets my game ball. Now, Nate, as wide receivers, when we watch the game, wide receivers are watching the ball. But I know you might right. have had your eyes on a couple feet. Mm-hmm. Share with me That's right. your That's right. favorite, your favorite toe drag swag for week number Man, some of these sons of former players are balling out, especially on the defensive side. J.C. Horn, Asante Samuel Jr. But I'm looking mm-hmm. at Patrick Sertan. He can make plays just like his pops. Nate, awesome stuff. The amount of ways that CBS is using you on the morning show on Sunday on Nickelodeon. I, I didn't believe Cedric the Entertainer was hosting the Emmys until I actually <laughs> saw him. I needed to see it. I was, <laughs> I was convinced that you were going to erupt from the back and be like, hey, everybody, it's me. And I would have loved it. Um, <laughs> We had our espresso moments. We love when we do this on the show on Mondays. You're one of the best at giving them. What was your espresso moment, the one that got you out of your seat week number two? Did you guys see Edwards from Tampa Bay? Did, did you see the yep. playmaking? Mm-hmm. Did oh, you yeah. see him going and get his hands on a rock? We talk about DBs making plays. How about two interceptions? And not just two interceptions, but two pick sixes to close out the game. I mean, he was all over the place. It just seems like he knew exactly where the wide receiver or tight end was going to be. And he's a very, very aggressive at the point. Now, credit to the, the pass rush that was getting the balls tipped up in the air. But he was at the right place at the right time and was the recipient of two pick sixes. So if I'm going to give out the game ball, which really Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you can give it to a ton of guys. I want to give it to Edwards, though, because he showed up and he showed out. I love you for doing that, Nate, bringing up Edwards, giving him your game ball. Thanks for stopping by. Go get some rest, and we'll talk to you later this week right here on the show, right, Friday? See you, babe. Sounds good. I'll see you guys Friday. Y'all act like I left them all. Golly, I didn't do it. Shoot, I'm just, if I could have stayed, I could have stayed. If I, if I can't, they didn't want me like that ex-girlfriend. Shoot, I got to go. But, you know, I got a rebound. It was the Lions. They picked me up, you know what I mean? Now they feeding me good, taking me to dinners. You know what I mean? Another man's treasure, another man's treasure. Death, taxes, Tom Brady's a vampire, and any interview with Jamal Williams is always gold. His press conference is always treasured. Uh, it might not be the Jamal Williams revenge game, but week two wraps up with Monday Night Football. It does at Lambeau. Packers hosting the Lions for an NFC North showdown. Not all pleasantries, like Jamal Williams is saying. He, of course, has a lot of uh, love for Aaron Jones and company, but what are we looking for in this game? Well, I'm concerned. Uh, I'm concerned about what's going on in Green Bay. I'm not necessarily concerned about the opposition. Yes, I know you respect your opposition, respect the opponent. But when you look at it, Aaron Rodgers has dominated Chicago, and he's also dominated Detroit. Yes. 17-5 and against Detroit throughout his career. But I'm just going to just throw this out there. Go on. You know, because I I know it's a real thing. You know, myself, I'm, I'm fortunate. I'm in my second marriage, I'm, okay. I'm, and, and I'm not doing this to promote divorce and everything, but it's going to happen to 50% of the people that are married. Sure. Imagine this. No divorces are good. No. But imagine this. I'm going to give you a little warning. Hey, Kyle, we're going to get divorced. I'm going to leave you in about eight months. Mm-hmm. Can you just, uh, the planning 
and how turbulent that eight months is going to be. Aaron Rodgers this whole offseason, he's only talking to the coach, maybe a couple guys on the, on the squad, but we're going to get divorced because he got it in his contract now. I'm getting out of here. I ain't got no more guaranteed money. Uh, now we're starting to see the symptoms of a divorce, of a bad relationship, and I just believe over the next couple months we're going to see other things come out of Green Bay because that's the way it rolls in the NFL. I don't like them separating this way. I don't like him giving them an ultimatum. I believe it's hard to win football games that way, and it's hard enough to play quarterback in the league by itself. Hmm. Chris, there's, there's a flip side to that. Let me hear. Good luck, you guys. Stay in there. Hang in there. I know you got I'm 11. In. 11 years. Congratulations. I'm working on four on my second one, so you know I got almost 30 combined. So I do believe in the institution of marriage. I did too. Don't I, warn I, them. If I you would only them. say that maybe if you were given that eight months, be like, here's the deal. It's been a good run, but in eight months we're getting divorced. That eight months, you might just go balls to the wall. Let's you just might fun. go nuts. Let's, let's screw fun. it. Let's do this. Let's do that. If we know it's going to be over, let's leave it all the on the field. The reason even is a no-fun zone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but then once you have that understanding that the end is near, it's kind of like you know you're, you're going to die, and you always go on that road trip as a marriage. If, what do you mean? Picturing Morgan Freeman in the movie Bucket List. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think you have a relationship bucket list. Put it this way. If, God, I can't believe we're having saying this out loud. If my wife gave that to me, we're going to get divorced in eight months, we would immediately start traveling, and we'd do all kinds of things we don't do. <laughs> believe me. And I think that's what the Packers are doing. What do you think, Greg? I, I think he's lying. Show, right? I love the show. That's <laughs> it's a great analogy. I would also raise this factor of it. Under LaFleur, they were 4-0 when they lost to Tampa Bay last year. And it was like, wow, they're at the door. They were 8-2 when they lost to San Francisco. <laughs> if they start out 0-2 and yeah. lose to the Lions, I mean, <laughs> tune in tomorrow. The, the seas theater. boil, I mean, the mountains is, crumble. There, there's something to it. <laughs> there is something to the theater of it all. Not dismissing the Lions. I don't think they win tonight. But boy, oh boy, see us tomorrow either way. There's yeah, they don't just about. need to win, though. They need to win big. They need to win really big and look like themselves for anyone to feel good about them going forward. Chris Carter, it has been a Great pleasure. Great job. Chris, you're the man. Good to see you, dude. Well, thank you for being thank here. You. The three of us will be here tomorrow. Victor Cruz is in for three hours. We'll see you then. Let's do a little salsa tomorrow, Victor. Get it tightened up. Show them how it's wide out, how we do this thing. Okay. Uh, mm, okay. There you go. Ah. Let's go. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more official podcasts from the NFL, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. 
Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.